you're not in the great outdoors, we're thinking about it. Kender Outdoors. Come on into the camp house and make yourself at home. Hey, welcome back. I'm Billy Kinder. Glad you're in camp with us today at Kinder Outdoors. Front door to the camp house brought to you by Fortiflora. It's a canine probiotic from the trusted name Purina, and it works. If you own a dog, you really ought to have Fortiflora in the fridge because, hey, all of our dogs suffer from GI upset from time to time, and Fortiflora fixes that. Fortiflora. Learn more when you come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. I have asked Larry Wysoon, Mr. Whitetail, to join us on the show today. I want to talk about the guns that he plans to actively use this hunting season throughout the fall and winter, 23-24, calibers and what hunts he plans to take those guns on. Should be interesting. We're also going to take a tour of Joshua Creek Ranch, one of my favorite places on planet Earth. You hear me talk about it all the time, just how wonderful it is. We'll talk to the ranch manager, Kevin Welburn, a little later on. And I've asked Corey Mason, the CEO of the Dallas Safari Club, to join us. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has all of a sudden started catching up on a huge backlog of trophy imports from countries around the world. A huge glut. Well, why was that glut there to begin with? What's been going on? I've asked Corey to explain it to us, and he's agreed to do so. So, grab yourself a hot cup of coffee. We saved that chair just for you. Let's enjoy a little time around the campfire together at Kinder Outdoors. I know you folks in Georgia are all fired up today because it's opening day of deer hunting firearm season in Georgia. Statewide deer hunting for white-tailed deer with firearms opens today continues through January 14th. Charlie Kilmaster is the state deer biologist for the Wildlife Resources Division in Georgia. He says, we want to remind folks that are hunting deer from out of state to be aware of our laws that we have in place here to help prevent the introduction of chronic wasting disease in Georgia. You guys have a great hunt. Send pictures for the bragging board, okay? We want to Share that opening day with you. CWD, it's a big deal to people. It's gained a lot of steam in recent years when it comes to publicity and research. Listen to this. Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, along with the Montana Department of Health and Human Services, are advising hunters strongly, they say, to have their deer, elk, and moose tested for chronic wasting disease before you ever take it to a processor or make a donation to help fight hunger. They want that negative CWD test. If the animal tests positive for CWD in Montana, Fish, Wildlife, and Parks will advise you on proper carcass and meat disposal and then give you instructions on how you can request a replacement license and go hunting again. Just to be clear, the negative CWD test on your elk Deer and moose in Montana is not a requirement, but is strongly recommended by Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks and the Montana Department of Health and Human Services. There is no known transmission of CWD to humans. However, 
The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommends that hunters harvesting deer, elk, or moose from an area where CWD is known to be present have their animal tested for CWD prior to consuming the meat and to not consume the meat if the animal does test positive. Hey, Texas Parks and Wildlife's got a new page on their website, a new opportunity. I've already joined up the Texas Parks and Wildlife's new shooting sports community. It's an online and offline community for Texans interested in recreational shooting sports, including hunters, target shooters, clay and skeet shooters, archers, new and experienced gun owners, and anyone else interested in safe, fun, responsible shooting. If you would like to increase your proficiency, refine your skills, get comfortable with firearms for home and self-protection, or just enjoy the company of like-minded people with a common interest, this can be a fun and beneficial tool for you. Find the link at kinderoutdoors.com. You know, it doesn't matter if you have a puppy or a senior citizen or somewhere in between. Fortiflora is perfect for your dog's GI system. In fact, in puppies, it's safe enough to use every day and make that transition period from mother's milk to dry dog food a whole lot easier on their tummy and help build a strong GI system for life. Forta Flora, tons of great benefits. Learn more about it when you come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. If you travel to Arizona with your bird dogs every year, you might want to focus on the gambles quail. Uh, Last winter was above average precipitation, which generated a springtime carpet of green vegetation. And that's what those desert quail gambles count on. They need that. And they had a good hatch. You're going to see a lot of birds. Season opened up just over a week ago on the gambles, October 13th. And guys, you're seeing lots of birds. It's a great year to chase gambles quail. The marns depend on summer monsoon rains. It was a weak monsoon season across southern Arizona. The little myrns is going to be a lot more difficult to find. You'll probably find your myrns in pockets where sufficient rain fell this summer to help with nesting. Take note that the season for the myrns quail doesn't begin until December 1st. I'm Larry Potterfield with Midway USA. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm always thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Pigs, white-tailed deer, exotics, livestock. The pros at Tejas Ranch Fence have long-lasting answers. Fences today that we're building are wires have warranties of 20, 25 years. But the coatings that we're using on fences today are triple the protection of coatings that were used 25 years ago. Protect your investment with the very best. Learn more at TejasRanchFence.com. Ken Kirkaby needs to be in your deer blind, camp house, or favorite fireside chair. An outdoor author that understands and lives the outdoors. In Red Stick 1, Florida game warden Virgil Clary takes off his badge to track down a killer in the wilderness. Christopher Camuto of Gray's Sporting Journal calls Red Stick One a tightly written novel of pursuit and redemption, a pleasure to read. Ken Kirkaby's books are gritty, realistic, and action-packed. The Tournament, Red Stick One and Red Stick Two, all available on Amazon. If you ever stop just once in West Texas at the very unique Herdware store, 
and visit with the very unique Cecil Miskin. You'll make it a regular stop every time you pass by. We are on US 287, which is one of the oldest and most major U.S. highways still. We are 40 miles south and east of Amarillo. H-E-R-D, hardware store. We've got bison leather goods, vests, chaps, dusters, and bison hide coats, bison leather belts and wallets, bison leather shoes, art. We've got western artifacts. We've got native artifacts. The only way we can describe it is all things bison. If you're not interested in bison, don't stop. If you're interested in bison, come on and plan on spending 15 minutes to two hours and enjoy yourself. The only rule that we have in the store, and we've had it for many years, and we've only had one person ever break our rule, is if you're not having fun, we're going to ask you to leave. The most unique stop between the Gulf and the Pacific, Cecil Miskin and the Herdware Store, herdware.net. If you fry your turkeys during the holiday season and you're tired of the hassle of pots, open flames under hot oil, and sticky, oily messes, then it's time to take a good look at the Cajun Fryer by R&V Works. The original, the last fryer that you'll ever need to purchase. Cajun Fryer puts pro-level frying gear in your backyard or hunt and fish camp. These are high-performance, low-maintenance deep fryers that feature the heat source in the oil. Your oil heats from the inside out. If your family loves a fish fry, Cajun Fryer is a must. Because the heat source is suspended in the oil, Small crumbs and pieces that burn fall to the bottom, so your oil stays much cleaner, many times lasting the entire year. Often imitated, never duplicated. Don't be fooled. Take a look at the original Cajun Fryer at CajunFryer.com. Fresh, crisp, delicious every time. CajunFryer.com. Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side, pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Check rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. Hunters and fishermen gather here every week. Boy, we need another freezer. This camp house is Kinder Outdoors. Kinder Outdoors from the vineyards, campground, and cabins on beautiful Grapevine Lake, Texas. We have the RV out here, the fifth wheel, uh, for the summer, and it was just awesome. Every RV site is full hookups, plus cable TV and great Wi-Fi. And you're either lakefront or lake view from all of the campsites at the vineyards, campground, and cabins. Forget to bring something. The marshmallows for the s'mores, <laughs> no, don't worry. There's a great, well-stocked camp store right here at the Vineyards Campground and Cabins.
The only thing they're short on is time. They book up in advance. So go ahead, make your reservations at the Vineyards Campground and Cabins on beautiful Grapevine Lake, Texas. Our home away from home, our base camp at Kinder Outdoors. Hey, I've asked my uh, dear friend Larry Wysoon to join us on the show today. Larry, welcome back. It's always a pleasure. Billy, it is always such a pleasure to spend time visiting with you, and we're into our time of the year. I know you love to fish. I love to fish, but there is something truly special about the fall, particularly when the temperature goes from 100 degrees, as it has been in the summertime, to cooling off like it is now. Yes, indeed. It, it, uh, you know, just a month ago you thought, I'm never we're going to go outside again, and now you can't get enough. It's time to it's time to get up and go. Uh, and I want to talk to you uh, about uh, something that I know a lot of people talk to you about and ask you about, and that's various calibers that you use and guns that you prefer, and what you're actually going to be using. I know that Mossberg has asked you to shoot some of their guns. And, and give your opinion on them, and you've really, you've been high on them. They, they perform. Billy, I have. I had the opportunity through Linda Powell, a, a dear friend of many years, going back when she was at Remington, to, to do some things with with uh, Mossberg. And the ones that I'm shooting are the uh, the Mossberg Patriots. And I've got, actually, I've got three of them. I've got one in a 270 and 30-06, and then a uh Predator, the the uh, Patriot Predator in a seven millimeter by, uh, PRC, and I've had an opportunity to shoot those guns a fair amount this fall, pretty much at targets, but also at some animals. Those guns, what I love about them, uh, I, the, the triggers are fantastic. They're consumer adjustable down to two and a half pounds, so you've got a great trigger. They've got a lot of the attributes that custom guns have in terms of. A fluted barrel, and I mean, just absolutely, they are unbelievably accurate with the uh, Hornady ammunition that I've been shooting, particularly in terms of all three of those calibers with the Precision Hunter that uses the ELDX bullet. And then all of them are topped with the uh, Trigicon, either the Huron or two of them, well, the uh, the 30-06 is topped with the Huron, Trigicon Huron, and the other two are topped with uh, their AccuPoint scopes, but I'm telling you, those guns, they're reasonably priced, and for the accuracy that you're getting in, in the, the quality of the gun that you get, including two of those, the 30 out 6 and 270 or wood, which I dearly love, and wood is beautiful on them. I'm totally impressed with the accuracy, the good looks of those guns, and the handleability of them in the I've used the uh, I used a uh, also used a 6.5 Creedmoor on a hunt in California for a Colombian blacktail on the Steinbeck uh, it's called the Steinbeck Winery and uh, Vineyard and then I've used I just got back from a hunt on uh, Oklahoma's Choctaw Indian Reservation if you will or the Choctaw Nation they have a, a substantial chunk of country up there and they, they've got a couple of different places where you can even now hunt before the regular season. Hunt white-tailed deer and shot a, shot a really nice buck with a 7 PRC. And so, yes, impressed with those guns. I keep coming back to that because I truly am. Absolutely. There you go. You know, uh, you, when you say 270, my heart melts. I've had a love affair with 270 for a long, <laughs> long time. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure that, uh, you know, with, with weather just cooling down and season starting to unfold, you're going to give that 270 a workout this fall. 
I am. I am actually headed to uh, a hunt with an old friend of mine, Johnny Hudman, on, uh, that has uh, his property here that he manages is under the Texas MLD program, which is a managed land deer permit program. And that 270, I've got it sighted into where it's putting it almost in the same hole with that ELBX bullet. I think it's a, a 150 grain. And so uh, that's going to be the gun of choice on the next hunt. And then I've got another hunt coming up very shortly thereafter, and I'll kind of revert back to the uh, 7PRC. And then I've got another hunt coming up right after that, and that'll be with the 30 out six. So uh, I'm going to put all three of those guns to the, through their workouts here for two very long. <laughs> and you've got a little 410 that uh, you're yeah. going to chase quail with. You know, I I I followed. I love watching bird dogs work, and a lot of times I've carried an, an over under shotgun with me without any shells, which was my excuse to go hunting quail and watching the dogs work. But uh, Mossberg puts out a 410, and I think they're produced in Turkey, actually, really pretty wood, and uh, those come with five different chokes, and I've, I've pretty much run some ammunition through each one of those and chokes and uh I'll tell you what i cannot wait i've not shot a quail in a long time but i've got a quail hunt coming up here very quickly as well too and that's going to be my firearm of choice there you go oh i just remember as a seasoned quail hunter i can tell you that uh those quail are about 87 percent air i don't know what happens but that <laughs> shot <laughs> it just goes right around them somehow i don't know <laughs> texas uh General season is going to open up first Saturday in November, and, and I'm sure when I shoot that text off to you about 5 a.m. Uh, from my uh, hunting location, that it'll land under a tree somewhere and catch you. <laughs> you know what? It will. I've, I've got uh, I've got my daughter, Teresa, and her husband, Lance, coming up to hunt with us on, or with me on our little piece of property out west of Houston, about 80 miles. And it's kind of become a tradition for you and I to visit, either by phone, or by text, you know, to kind of check on each other and see how we're doing. But I'm really looking forward <laughs> to that morning. Always, yeah, always do. How isn't that just so special to hunt family land uh, with family? That's so cool. It, it truly is. This this particular piece of property has been in our family since 1876. And so over the years, it's been hunted a fair amount. We hunt it very sparingly in terms of taking animals. But uh it has it has really little to do with whether or not you take an animal. It has to do with being out there with your family and then gathering up and fixing breakfast under an oak tree that's probably 400 years old, and, and that's the importance of all that hunting for that opening morning here in Texas. Safe travels to you, Larry, and we will enjoy those Mossbergs, okay, and we'll talk to you opening day. Yes, you will. This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute. A focus on people that make a difference. The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, 
and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. Preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at kinderoutdoors.com. Many thanks to my friends at Purina Veterinary Diets for great products like Calming Care that settles the overactive dog, the overbarker, the overjumper. It's been a solution to a big problem for a lot of people with their dogs. Calming Care. If that's your dog, come see me at kinderoutdoors.com and take a look at this gentle, natural, safe alternative to the overbarker, overjumper in your house. Calming Care. I'm Craig Boddington. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it at Kinder Outdoors. Hey, I'm Billy Kinder. If you offer goods or services to the outdoorsman or woman, Kinder Outdoors is the perfect place to spread the word. At Kinder Outdoors, we reach tens of thousands of hunters, anglers, and outdoors folks each week that would appreciate hearing about you. For more information, visit kinderoutdoors.com and click the Advertise button. Then, view our media kit. Outdoor gear and skills are in high demand right now. Let us hear from you. Millions of crucial dollars have been produced through the years as a result of the DSC Convention and Sporting Expo in Dallas, and this January, we'll do it again. Join me, Corey Mason, DSC CEO, January 11th through the 14th at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center in Dallas for one of the most important conservation fundraising events on the planet. Fabulous auctions, silent, in-person and online, banquet halls filled with like-minded outdoors men and outdoors women, and one-of-a-kind auction opportunities, more than 950 vendors featuring the very latest gear, clothing, outdoor-inspired art, and unique jewelry. Meet face-to-face with the most accomplished and accommodating outfitters from every place that you can dream of. New Zealand, Canada, Tajikistan, Idaho, or Mexico, the very best outfitters in the business will be at the DSC Convention and Sporting Expo in Dallas, January 11th through the 14th. More details are at biggame.org. Get off the beach and into the action. Enjoy world-class Costa Rican sport fishing with Carib Sea Sport Fishing, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and more. Inshore, offshore, overnight, sea mounts. Carib Sea Sport Fishing will work with your group to customize the perfect trip. Half day, full day, every day. Your next getaway is the best ever. Take a look at catchafishincostarica.com. Catch a fish in Costa Rica.com. I learned years ago that nobody but nobody can make wild game taste better than my friend Joe Masacchio and Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing. I also learned years ago that I need to keep a feral hog in my freezer at all times because Joe works magic with them. Well, basically you can do everything we do with a deer with a hog. The ribs are always good and people don't think so. But, you know, we do the taco meat and uh, 
breakfast sausage, which is the big seller, and then we do these hog stickers, which are like Hawaiian uh, steak on a stick, which is really good. Kids love them. The tamales are really a great hit, and they're really easy to serve. Um, they take less than four minutes to uh, cook them in a microwave, or you can steam them. If you steam them, it's just like you just made them. And all the sausages, I mean, the jalapeno cheese and, you know, brats, all that kind of stuff. After your successful hog hunt, it's got to be Cinnamon Creek Wild Game Processing. CCRWildGameProcessing.com. From the deck of your private cabin overlooking the confluence of the famous White and Norfolk Rivers at Norfolk Resort Trout Dock, you can see crystal clear running waters that hold one of the world's greatest populations of rainbow and brown trout. In fact, this is the home of world record trout. You might be distracted, though, by the beautiful rolling Ozark Mountains that hold you during your stay. Just up the road a few miles is incredible bass fishing for largemouth, smallmouth, and spots. You'll find the best guides in the business at Norfolk Resort, and your boat is just a short walk from your cabin. Your guide will find a gravel shoal perfect for preparing a hot shore lunch with fresh-caught trout and all the trimmings. You'll think about a nap after lunch, but there's more fish to catch and river to explore before retiring to your fully furnished riverside hideaway. Sound good? Of course it does. Norfolk Resort Trout Dock in Norfolk, Arkansas. NorfolkResort.com Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. fish came from our waters, the meat from our fields, the heritage and history from our hearts. Glad you're in camp with us at Kinder Outdoors. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Joshua Creek Ranch. Five star everything. Orvis, Beretta, Shooting Sportsman, Federal Select. All of these folks say, yep, put this one on the calendar, you need to spend some time here. Joshua Creek Ranch, the best bird hunting anywhere. And I've got the ranch manager, my friend Kevin Welburn, on the line. Uh, Kevin, thank you for carving out a little time for us. I appreciate this. Well, thanks, Billy. Nice to be on. You know, up here in North Texas, it's just been absolutely brutal. I've been keeping an eye on your neck of the woods. It was it was a tough summer for you guys as well, huh? Yes, sir. I think uh, tough would be an understatement, uh, but we managed to get through it, and we are ready for our 33rd 
wing shooting season. In fact, we're already underway. So there you go. It's good. Yes, he is. Um, now I've never seen Joshua Creek Ranch without good cover, even in sparse years and hard years. You don't graze it. There's no livestock. Uh, you manage the place for the wildlife. So even with a tough summer, I, I'm guessing that there's still plenty of cover to, to hold the birds and have a great hunt. There is, and that comes from just a, a long, a long time, a big effort, a lot of experience in cultivating our habitats. You know, without cover, uh, our our hunting program is just uh, not the same, and so that's uh, that's very very important to us. And so we always get a little nervous when we're in drought conditions and in uh, extreme heat. Uh, but like you said, it's you know, this comes from 33-plus years of uh, cultivating a habitat that's conducive for all, all all weather conditions. Yeah, you guys have planted the right stuff through the years to benefit that plot of land that you sit on, and, uh, and it's put down deep roots that are uh, able to sustain a tough time like this. And you're right, that just shows the diligence of the caretaking of that place through the years. Joshua Creek Ranch, for folks that don't know, from San Antonio, where are you? We are uh, 45 minutes northwest of downtown San Antonio, in the, just north of uh, Bernie, which uh, some people are familiar with. Most people call it Bourne, but it's Bernie, a little German town, very quaint, very nice town. Uh, we're on the northern edge of Bernie, and again, that's only about 45 minutes northwest of San Antonio, uh, out in the hill country. Yeah. And that part of the world is uh, is known for something that very few places in the world have, and that's access deer. You guys, uh, you're not a high fence ranch; you're low fence, and you have a naturally uh, occurring herd of access deer, and you're selling limited hunts, right? Yes, sir. Uh, we we have been hunting access for you know since we've been in business, and uh, they are there's so many in our our part of the world that uh, it actually. Uh, helps us maintain our, uh, our our bird hunting habitat by by hunting the axis as well. Uh, but where we are, we just happen to be blessed with a really good herd uh, of axis, and you know there's I think more in in our neck of the woods than there is in India, which is their natives. <laughs> yeah, uh, more here than in Sri Lanka. That's that's really good. They like it here. That's good to hear. Uh, let me ask you this, Kevin. Here's the most important question we'll address today. Is chicken fried axis still on the menu at uh, Joshua Creek Ranch? Oh yeah, that's definitely a, a guest favorite among others. <laughs> uh, but that, uh, that 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 always pleases uh, our guests. Yeah, that's hard to beat anywhere in the world. Uh, you guys, of course, are known for your upland bird hunting, Orvis, Beretta, shooting sportsman. A lot of people have put their stamp on Joshua Creek Ranch, saying, "Hey, you can't go wrong when you book a trip to this place." The bird hunting is uh, is top notch. It's not better anywhere in Texas, anywhere in the world. And you guys have kicked it up a notch with your driven pheasant hunts. You've done driven hunts for years, but something new this year, high volume. Uh, tell us about that. Sure. Uh, we're real excited about it. Uh, so, you know, the driven shooting kind of began in, in, uh, in Europe and in the old world. And uh, it's really become a more more and more popular uh, here in North America. Um, and you know we've been doing it for a long time, but we uh, you know we always try to improve upon our programs and add new uh, 
activities and new um, scenarios. And so, you know, this year we're trying to uh, integrate a little bit more tradition into our uh, driven shooting and a lot more birds. So our guests, you know, um, you know, uh, an avid wing shooter could de- can never get enough uh, bird shooting, uh, and so uh, we wanted to give them that opportunity to uh, to come out and have a high volume shooting experience. Uh, we're doing with both uh, pheasant and with ducks, as a matter of fact, um, and so that's something that they can really uh, put into their to their itinerary uh, with a with a big group, especially, or they can enjoy one of our open line shoots. Um, but again, it's you know you're 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 going to get a lot of shooting uh, in these in these experiences. Yeah, you could see a thousand pheasants in a single day. I don't care where you go, uh, South Dakota, wherever you go, you're not going to see a thousand pheasants in a day, unless they're getting up wild ahead of you in some uh, shelter belt somewhere. But uh, hey, it's an incredible shooting opportunity. And then you know if you want a more traditional. Uh, walk behind the dogs, good old southern bird hunt. That, to me, is tops, and you guys do it better than anybody. Well, thank you for saying that, and uh, we, we happen to agree with you. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of <laughs> lot to go, a lot that goes into that. Uh, we've already talked about our habitat, but uh, our, our guides are just uh, top-notch, fantastic. I think the average tenure of our, our hunting guides is probably well over 10 years, maybe, maybe 15 uh, so that says a lot. Our guys have been with us a long time. They're the best in the business. And then also our, our dog team. We've got an uh, incredible dog program, dog kennel and uh, training program. Um, and, you know, it's a combination of those things that makes uh, an Upland experience uh, memorable and extraordinary. It's the habitat. It's the dogs. It's birds. It's, it's the guides. It's all of it. And uh, we try to focus on every aspect of it, which which is kind of uh, – put us on the map as one of the best in business. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, the dogs make the trip for me, and you're not going to hunt behind uh, better dogs any place you go. And your dog is welcome. You can bring your dog along. Am I am I right? You guys still allow us to bring our dogs? Absolutely. We, lo- we love for our guests to bring dogs. We have uh, kennels. Uh, we have opportunities for them to uh, keep their dogs in their, in their lodging facilities. Um, but definitely, we know that when someone brings a, a bird dog, that they're serious about it and they're, you know, looking to have a, a great experience. Uh, last time I stayed with you, Kevin, I couldn't help but notice that 80 or so turkeys roosting uh, in the tree up there by the uh, treehouse over the river. You will uh, sell a turkey hunt here and there, and even a native Texas whitetail, right? Oh yes, sir, absolutely. In fact, our uh, whitetail season is a, we're on an MLDP program, and uh, it's already begun October first and goes through uh, February. Um, you know, we have uh, average hill country whitetail deer. They're not you know super big, but uh, we we do have a lot of them. Um, and and same with turkey. Although those turkey get pretty smart uh, once they know the the season is underway. But uh, sometimes we can we can round them up, but uh, yeah, that's that's also in addition to our big game program. Awesome. Kevin Wellborn, Joshua Creek Ranch, just outside of San Antonio, Bernie, Texas. Uh, they are literally just five-star in every area and every endeavor. I always appreciate your time. Look forward to seeing you again, and I'm guessing that we'll see you in January at the Dallas Safari Club Convention, Sporting Expo. 
Yes, sir. Absolutely. We will be in Dallas, and then we'll also be at the SBI show in Nashville and Houston as well. So it's always a good time of year for us to meet new uh, new potential customers. Hey, have a great fall, Kevin. We'll see you soon. Okay, Billy. Best to you and Robin. Take care. It's just a great, great place. They sell memberships now, too, which might make it easier for you, your family, your business to visit more often. Joshua Creek Ranch. All the details at kinderoutdoors.com. Hi, this is Bobby Labonte, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Rock Island Auction Company proudly presents the largest firearms auction in Texas history. The world's number one firearms auction house has expanded to Bedford, and their inaugural three-day event is filled with world-class firearms for collectors, shooters, and hunters alike. So mark your calendar for Rock Island Auction Company's December 8th, 9th, and 10th premier firearms auction. This unprecedented event is open to the public, and so is the December 7th preview day. We'll see you there. For more information, visit rockislandauction.com. Rock Island Auction Company, where history lives. Pigs, white-tailed deer, exotics, livestock. The pros at Tejas Ranch Fence have long-lasting answers. Fences today that we're building are wires have warranties of 20, 25 years. But the coatings that we're using on fences today are triple the protection of coatings that were used 25 years ago. Protect your investment with the very best. Learn more at TejasRanchFence.com. Rock Island Auction Company proudly presents the largest firearms auction in Texas history. The world's number one firearms auction house has expanded to Bedford, and their inaugural three-day event is filled with world-class firearms for collectors, shooters, and hunters alike. From historic Colts and Winchesters to spectacular sporting arms, your new favorite gun is waiting for you. So mark your calendar for Rock Island Auction Company's December 8th, 9th, and 10th premier firearms auction. This unprecedented event is open to the public, and so is the December 7th preview day, where you can view and handle history. It's a full day in their brand new state-of-the-art facility for you to touch, see, and inspect any of the collectibles in this massive three-day event. It's been called the museum you can touch. Come find out why on December 7th, then stay for three days of the largest gun auction Texas has ever seen. That's December 8th, 9th, and 10th. We'll see you there. For more information, visit rockislandauction.com. Rock Island Auction Company, where history lives. There's a place I love to go in the pristine Texas Hill Country that features first-class lodging, outstanding cuisine, world-class wing shooting, the best free-range access deer hunting in the world, my favorite, by the way, plus native whitetails and turkey, and some of the most comfortable hosts that you've ever enjoyed. Don't forget to throw in the fly rod. You'll want to experience the crystal clear waters of Joshua Creek and the Guadalupe River. Rolling hills and Texas live oaks, friendly smiles, and spring-fed waters. Orvis and Beretta agree that Joshua Creek is one of the finest hunting and shooting ranches in existence. And I think you will too. You won't find a prettier place to get married. And our staff and facilities will make your corporate event, family reunion, or private party turnkey and the best you'll ever experience. Joshua Creek Ranch in the historic Texas Hill Country between San Antonio and Fredericksburg. Want to go? Of course you do. JoshuaCreek.com Hi, I'm Jim Shockey, and it's time once again to invite you to our annual Jim Shockey Classic two-day charity event where we all get together to celebrate and honor 
those who have served and sacrificed. All of us deeply admire the invaluable sacrifices made by our military personnel. 100% of the proceeds fund all expense paid Shockey tribute hunts through the Freedom Hunters Military Outreach Program. In addition to the golf tournament, there will be a sporting clay tournament on Sunday morning before the banquet. So join me April 14th and 15th, 2024 at the award-winning Barnsley Resort in Adersville, Georgia, nestled in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains. Visit JimShockeyClassic.com to sponsor, to register, or to donate, and also to learn more about our great event. I really hope to see you there. In Genesis chapter 9, God himself told man that if it flies, moves on the earth, or swims in the water, it is meat for us. What a gracious God we have. We celebrate that in this old camp house, Kinder Outdoors. Coming your way from the vineyards, campground and cabins on beautiful Grapevine Lake, Texas. They've already uh, put out the welcome mat for Santa Claus in the vintage downtown area of Grapevine. Christmas capital of Texas. And even though you feel like you're in the middle of nowhere at the vineyards, campground and cabins... You're only a couple of minutes from downtown Grapevine. The shops, the dining, the ice skating, <laughs> it's all right here. I want to invite my friend Corey Mason, the CEO of the Dallas Safari Club, to join me now to talk about something that's been going on with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. I really appreciate you spending some time with us, Corey. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Billy. Yeah, absolutely. I knew I wanted to talk to you when I saw the headline uh, that the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is making not only progress, but significant progress uh, as far as getting up-to-date on import permits for several species and countries around the globe. Uh, for them to get caught up, there must have been a glut. Explain to people what's been going on with these import permits and what that means. Yeah, it, it is exciting news, so I appreciate you uh, giving me a ring on this. It's 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 very exciting to see the Fish and Wildlife Service moving these importation permits. The, you know, the overall importance of that is uh, is the ability for these conservation programs of the world across the world to continue to be funding, meaning that hunters actively traveling around the world, if it's Canada, Mexico, Asia, or Africa, uh, to to hunt legally legally hunt these species. And then on the back end of that, it requires maybe some CITES permits and or meeting enhancement standards in, under the Endangered Species Act to legally import these animals. And so that requires the Fish and Wildlife Service to process these permits and do a lot of sort of prep work associated with that. And the Fish and Wildlife Service, through uh, a lot of uh, pressure and leverage and a lot of organizations like BSC and some others, consistently leaning in and having a presence with the service, uh, for them to move this back up the line as a priority, and now we're seeing. Yes, and that is very good, and that's that's another reason that I'm a, a life member of the Dallas Safari Club because where action is needed, you guys don't sleep. We don't sleep at DSC. We uh, we stay on it, and I greatly appreciate uh, the diligence of uh, the decision makers at DSC uh, to take care of that. Let's talk a little bit about specifically 
what has opened up? Um, where where are we seeing the the biggest area of achievement from uh, from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service? Yeah, really two fronts. The first would be Asia with the mountain species, species like Orgali species, uh, the big sheep species. Uh, those enhancement standards, which is a kind of an, a, a process improvement, if you will, a requirement within the process to be uh, documented and authorized and approved to then allow the importation of certain species. And that's a, a permit by permit on an annual basis. So it's very paperwork onerous to get to that point. So those are uh, those are moving, which is very exciting, as well as southern Africa. And in Africa, species like bontebuck, uh, species like elephant, uh, and uh, some of those species that require CITES permits, as well as uh, enhancement uh, findings associated with, again, the Endangered Species Act. So those particular species had backlogged considerably to the point that it was affecting participation and then ultimately funding of those conservation programs. And so it is a significant step forward for conservation programs around the world. Elephant, leopard, and lion, um, a lot of movement there from various countries uh, all over uh, Africa, um, and, and that's really good to see. And for folks that don't know, um, yes, those numbers are huntable, and they're good. They're, they're very well sustained and kept, uh, kept close watch over, correct? That's exactly right. The level of oversight of the legal hunting of all of these species is multi-level, meaning at the local community, conservancy, national level, and then scaled up to CITES, the international governing body, and then ultimately to the Fish and Wildlife Service, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service oversight. So it is a highly regulated process, and it is necessary for the management of these species. In many species, it's necessary to the increase uh, of a population of these species. So yes, it's a, it's a necessity for these species to be healthily managed commensurate with the amount of habitat they have. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, Corey, tell me this. Why, why, and I think you kind of have explained it already, but tell us why was there a glut, a backlog to begin with, and does this look like a constant fight that we're going to have again down the road? You know, we do anticipate that it will ebb and flow through time, uh, but uh, in 2017, there was a, a ceasing of all uh, elephant import permits. Um, and after working through that for a period of time, it came to a point where uh, Dallas Safari Club, DSC, ultimately litigated the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service in federal court uh, because there was a a lack of due process occurring, a failure to process import permits, which is against federal law. Uh, they were they were literally just stacking up, if you will, on the um, the figurative desk, and so uh, so nonetheless that that opened the doors for those to start happening again. DSC was successful in that, um, and uh, and so that moved along a bit, but a number of other permits were not moving, and so a, a number of things happened here. Organizations leaning in, like DSC, we meet with the Fish and Wildlife Service very routinely to get updates, to express concern, to represent the nations around the world that we're working with and on behalf of to make sure these conservation programs are adequately funded. And this is an integral part of that. Um, and the Fish and Wildlife Service in the short term over the last couple of months has leaned back into this space, realizing that they need to move these permits more expeditiously, all the while doing the conservation job that they're tasked with. Um, and, um, and they've also moved some staffing around to, to address these backlogs. And so, 
you know, we're not naive the fact that this isn't a, a long-term permanent fix, but the prioritization to get these things moving was a step in the right direction big time. Well, yeah, and on many levels, because a lot of people that depend on hunters uh, to come and visit with them uh, will now have hunters coming to visit with them at a higher rate. It's going to be good for communities. It's going to be good on, on both ends uh, of the hunt. And I'm sure that when the clamp was put on the uh, the elephant permits back in 17, that that wasn't a science-based decision. That I'm sure that was purely emotion. It was completely emotion-based. In fact, the African countries that were the uh, that received the negative benefit of that were, you know, have and since then, you know, pled with the Fish and Wildlife Service to to take action on these, to process these permits because these are all, you know, highly restricted, legally hunted species uh, that just basically needed their time to be reviewed because if if and when they were reviewed, they would see that it led to positive enhancement. And so, um, unfortunately, it was all emotion based, no science behind it. And now that the permits are being reviewed, the science behind it is showing these are all legal and should be imported. Absolutely. Uh, no one is a bigger proponent of hunting with family than Corey Mason. I know that you absolutely, your, your favorite thing on this planet is to spend time in the woods with your daughter, with your wife, and with your dad. Uh, you're going to do a little elk hunting with dad in, uh, in Colorado. And it's, it just does something good for us as human beings to get out in the woods together, you know? It does. I, I just, I'm looking forward to it so eagerly to go spend some time unplugged from the world and, and just uh, quiet with my dad on the side of the mountain. I'm really looking forward to it. Absolutely. Well, have fun. Be safe. Shoot a big one and send pictures, okay? Yes, sir. You got it. Thank you, Billy, for the well wishes. At Joshua Creek Ranch, not only do they feature the finest upland bird hunting on planet Earth, they've got a kennel of about 100 well-trained bird dogs, well-mannered. They've got great cover and hard-flying birds. But they also now feature high-volume, European-style, driven pheasant shooting experiences. You could see more than a 1,000 pheasants in a single day. You heard me right, a 1,000. Learn more about this exciting shoot when you visit me at kinderoutdoors.com. Hi, I'm Walter Perry, and when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Genesis chapter 9, God himself told man that if it flies, moves on the earth, or swims in the water, it is meat for us. What a gracious God we have. We celebrate that in this old camp house, Kinder Outdoors. Hey, welcome back. This corner of the camp house brought to you by Purina Pro Plan, the world's greatest dog fuel. I have fed it for decades, and my good friend Carl Gunzer with Pro Plan joins us now. Talking about field trials or tests for your dog. Maybe you've hunted with your dog for years and you've never stepped into the field trial world. It's just unfamiliar to you. No need to be timid or intimidated about it, right, Carl? No. I mean, what makes a great hunting dog, gun dog, uh, 
family dog is the same thing that makes a great field trial dog. You know, a, a willingness to work with you, desire to retrieve, um, a good partner. So, uh, you know, it takes a little more training and work, but it gives you something to do in the off season. What are judges looking for when a retriever leaves the line in one of these trials? Um, the main thing is uh, accurate marking memory. To remember where the birds are, go there. You know, retrieve the bird quickly, come back. Um, other things judged are style, steadiness, um, but the real key is if they can remember uh, where the birds are laying, you know, after they've yeah. been thrown. Um, they throw them at, you know, three and four hundred yards, you know, three, four birds. Uh, in the real, the real world, in the duck blind, you know, probably half or more of the retrieves are blind retrieves. So, you know, these dogs are also trained for, you know, blind retrieves. So that's a key to have a dog. And another reason why a hunter might want to start trialing is uh, to practice teaching a dog blinds and do blind retrieves to recover birds the dog hasn't seen shot. Yeah. Throw modesty out the window and tell us about your national championship pedigree. You've had a few dogs run, do, do a pretty good job through the year. I've enjoyed it. You know, um, I now work for Purina full-time, of course, but, uh, you know, for about 20 years I trained, you know, these field trial dogs full-time and had a few national finalists and, and helped train a couple national champions. And so uh, it's a lot of fun. It, it, coming and watching these things now uh, reminds me of why I enjoyed it so much, to see these great dogs and, and the great people that compete with them. Uh, so we've got that young puppy, uh, maybe uh, eight months old, you know, old enough to start picking up on some things. Pretty smart little dog. We're proud of our pup. What are the what are the first steps that we want to to take with him when we start formally training? Um, the real, th you know, the importance for these young retrievers is learning to learn, and they can start, you know, at eight and twelve weeks bonding and working with you and little retrieves as it gets, you know, more and more. Um, intense, you know, then you start with a little more obedience, you know, more response to the commands, um, but lots of retrieves. You know, they have to, they've got to enjoy getting the bird and practice doing that. So, you know, a lot of field work is good, but um, basics or fundamentals, you know, they're key in this, in the retriever game as well. Yeah, you know? always fundamentals, yeah. fundamentals, fundamentals. Doesn't matter if you're coaching a football team or raising up a bird dog, you've got to have those fundamentals and reinforce them uh, throughout the life of competition. At what age, uh, as you say, you've been working with your dog, you've done everything right from, from puppydom, uh, humanized, socialized, spent a lot of time with him, doing your yard work, working, uh, getting him used to the water, everything. Uh, at what age are they typically going to be smart enough, bold enough to actually compete in one of these retriever trials? Sure. Well, there are stakes for younger dogs. Uh, like in, in AKC field trials, there's the Derby, which is for dogs under two. Um, there's also AKC hunt tests as well as uh, NARA, North American Hunting Retriever Club, or HRC, the Hunting Retriever Club, which is a UKC affiliate. Um, and dogs can be ready for some of the minor stakes by a year old, um, You know, whether it's a junior hunter or the Derby. Um, but uh, usually it takes about that long before they, you know, are steady and force fetch. So they'll bring a bird back and hold it. You know, it's required to hold for delivery. It's required to be steady. Um, so those things don't happen, you know, with a six-month-old dog typically. Yeah. Right. So. Let's talk about the handler, on the other hand. Like we started this uh, conversation off with, no need to be intimidated, but you don't want to embarrass yourself either. There's a learning curve, right? Right. And, and like with everything, you know, the best thing you can do is surround yourself with people that you know are qualified, whether it's an amateur that competes at a high level or a professional that does it for a living, you've got to get around those people because there's no way you can learn this 
um, by yourself. The retriever game is something that is dependent on a community. You have to have people out there shooting and throwing birds for you, um, mentoring you, training. So whether it's a, a club, you know, that is active, you know, there are several clubs that, you know, I belong to over the years that have, you know, weekly or daily training groups um, or whether you seek the advice of a professional who's out there competing that can help steer you, I think that's a, a critical step if you're going to step into the, the field trial game. And, yeah, and learn what you're doing and then uh, get that dog that you have a little confidence in, let him have some confidence in you. Go out and have fun with like-minded folks. That's right. And, and everybody uh, everybody that at these things was a beginner at one time. and. and you still remember what it's like the first time you walk up with your dog in an event and you don't know what's going on. But there will be somebody there that will smile and shake your hand and say, come here, I'll show you, you know, yeah. what you need to do. Yeah, that's exactly right. And whether that's pointing breeds, retrieving breeds, whatever, uh, you'll find that that community uh, loves those dogs as much as you do. That's the general binding factor there, and they're willing to uh, willing to help you out. They don't smile at you quite as much when you start winning all the time, though, Carl. Yeah, the quickest way to be become unpopular is to start winning. <laughs> yeah, I've seen that happen. Uh, hey, uh, I want to talk to you about your name. I was driving down the highway the other day in the middle of nowhere thinking about Carl Gunzer, and I thought, what a perfect last name for a bird dog guy. A name like Gunzer, you never miss. You've never missed a bird, right? <laughs> you know, the biggest honor I've had is uh, one of my friends from a long time ago uh, actually named his German shore here Gunzer after me, oh, and really? I thought that was a pretty good honor. Yeah. yeah, that is a very good honor. You know, a guy named Gunzer, that's a guy you want on your trap team or on your sporting clays team. Hey, Carl, Thanks for the, the info. And, of course, if people have any questions or want to know more, they can reach you through my website and ask anything, right? Super. Yeah, you bet. I'm open anytime, and thanks much, Billy. Hey, everybody. It's Pat Green. When I'm not in the great outdoors, I sure am thinking about it. With Billy Kinder, I mean big Billy Kinder outdoors. Billy, no offense, man. You smell like fish, amongst other things. Winter at the lake is a wonderful thing. The still, quiet solace of the woods and water at Grapevine Lake offer the perfect opportunity to slow the season down a bit. Tucked away behind a secure gated entry and snuggled on the still shore of Grapevine Lake is the national award-winning Vineyards Campground and Cabins. Full hookups, lightning-fast Wi-Fi, and cable TV at every campsite and cabin keep you connected, even when you're getting away. The vineyard sites and fully furnished cabins are the perfect place to kick off the new year and enjoy the great outdoors. Our unique location makes you feel far away from the hustle and bustle when you're just a few blocks from historic downtown Grapevine, the Christmas capital of Texas, offering shops, restaurants, and all the sights and sounds of the season. Cozy cabins, spacious pull-through sites, and a camp store on site to provide whatever you need. Always keeping your health and safety a priority, come enjoy nature's original way to social distance. Come see us this winter. The Vineyards Campground and Cabins. VineyardsCampground.com Get off the beach and into the action. Enjoy world-class Costa Rican sport fishing with Carib Sea Sport Fishing, Marlin, Sailfish, Roosterfish, and more. Inshore, offshore, overnight, seamounts. Carib Sea Sport Fishing will work with your group to customize the perfect trip. Half day, full day, every day. Your next getaway is the best ever. Take a look at catchafishincostarica.com. Catchafishincostarica.com. Rock Island Auction Company proudly presents the largest firearms auction in Texas history. The world's number one firearms auction house has expanded to Bedford, and their inaugural three-day event is filled with world-class firearms for collectors, shooters, and hunters alike. 
So mark your calendar for Rock Island Auction Company's December 8th, 9th, and 10th premier firearms auction. This unprecedented event is open to the public, and so is the December 7th preview day. We'll see you there. For more information, visit rockislandauction.com. Rock Island Auction Company, where history lives. At the Outdoors Tomorrow Foundation, we're really happy to have more than 50,000 kids in school classrooms learning about archery, fishing, boating, and other outdoor skills each year. We're thrilled that we have grown to schools across the United States and continue to grow. We're humbled that teaching wildlife conservation to our future generations have been so eagerly accepted by more than a quarter million kids so far. We're happy, thrilled, and humbled. But we're not stopping. The Outdoor Adventures program in junior highs and high schools across America has proven to be a hit with kids. And in case after case, we've seen Outdoor Adventures' young lives changed. Kids that just were not in the school and not involved are now excited to get into the classroom each day because of Outdoor Adventures. The kids earn classroom credit by learning the outdoor basics, and they smile while learning. If you want Outdoor Adventures in your local school, contact me. Scott McClure. I'm at GoOTF.com. That's Scott at GoOTF.com. Introducing Canyon Valley Provisions. Grass-fed beef is high in omega-3s and conjugated linoleic acid, which is known as CLAs. In layman terms, it's a type of fat that your body can use, and it doesn't damage your heart or any part of your vascular system. Buy better beef for your family. We manage holistically, or some people call it regeneratively. We want everything that we do to be a part of our good stewardship of the land. We think that's what God's put us here to do, so... The cattle are healthy and the land's healthy. We want both. We don't want one or the other. If you were to buy a grass-fed, grass-finished steak by the pound, you'd pay anywhere from 18 to $30 a pound. But if you buy a quarter, half, or whole, you're ranging from anywhere $7.80 and below. So you're paying a third of the price for that steak and, you know, those good cuts. And you get a whole lot more bang for your buck when you buy in bulk. Don't let 2020 happen in your home again. CanyonValleyProvisions.com Raising cattle in West Texas for five generations. Outdoorsmen and women, hunters, shooters, and fishers are the reason that wild creatures roam bountifully in wild places. This is where we come together to talk about it. Kender Outdoors. Brought to you by Purina Pro Plan. Hey, there's a lot of different Pro Plan formulas. You'll find them at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. And there's a formula for your dog. Doesn't matter if you have a puppy or a senior citizen or anything in between, or even if they have special conditions like an itchy coat or an intolerance to grain. There's a Pro Plan for your dog at Atwood's. I've asked my dear friend Larry Wysoon to join us on the show today with all these hunting trips coming up like they always are in your life, Larry. I know that uh, you're going to be giving you those uh, Mossbergs a workout. You have uh, several guns that you're leaning on this year, and I want to talk to you a little bit about that. Welcome back. Always good to have you. Billy, it is always such a pleasure to spend time visiting with you, and we're into our time of the year. I know you love to fish. I love to fish, but there is something truly special about the fall, particularly when the temperature goes from 100 degrees as it has been in the summertime to cooling off like it is now. Yes, indeed. It, it, uh, you know, just a month ago you thought, I'm never going to go outside again, and now you can't get enough of it. It's time to, it's time to get up and go. 
Uh, and I want to talk to you uh, about uh, something that I know a lot of people talk to you about and ask you about, and that's various calibers that you use and guns that you prefer and what you're actually going to be using. I know that Mossberg has asked you to shoot some of their guns and, and give your opinion on them, and you've really you've been high on them. They, they perform. Billy, I have. I had the opportunity through Linda Powell, a dear friend of many years, going back when she was at Remington, to, to do some things with with uh, Mossberg. And the ones that I'm shooting are the uh, the Mossberg Patriots. And I've got – actually, I've got three of them. I've got one in a 270 and 30-06 and then a uh, Predator, the, the uh, Patriot Predator, in a 7-millimeter uh, PRC. And I've had an opportunity to shoot those guns a fair amount this fall, pretty much at targets, but also at some animals. Those guns, what I love about them, uh, the, the triggers are fantastic. They're consumer adjustable down to two and a half pounds. So you've got a great trigger. They've got a lot of the attributes that custom guns have in terms of a fluted barrel. And I mean, just absolutely, they are unbelievably accurate with the, uh, one of the ammunition that I've been shooting, particularly in terms of all three of those calibers with the Precision Hunter that uses the ELDX bullet. And then all of them are topped with the Trigicon, either the Huron or two of them, well, the, uh, the 30 out six is topped with the Huron, Trigicon Huron, and the other two are topped with uh, their AccuPoint scopes. But I'm telling you, those guns, they're reasonably priced, and for the accuracy that you're getting and in, in the, the quality of the gun that you get, including two of those, the 30 out six and 270 or wood, which I dearly love, and what is beautiful on them. I'm totally impressed with the accuracy, the good looks of those guns, and the handleability of them. And uh, I've used the, uh, I, I used a, uh, also used a 6.5 Creedmoor on a hunt in California for a Colombian blacktail on the Steinbeck, uh, it's called the Steinbeck Winery and uh, Vineyard. And then I've used, I just got back from a hunt on uh, Oklahoma's Choctaw Indian Reservation, if you will, of the Choctaw Nation. They have a, a substantial chunk of country up there, and they've got a couple of different places where you can even now hunt before the regular season. Hunt whitetail deer, and they shot a, shot a really nice buck with a 7 PRC. And so, yes, impressed with those guns. I keep coming back to that because I truly am. Absolutely. There you go. You know, uh, you, when you say 270, my heart melts. I've had a love affair with 270 for a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm sure that, uh, you know, with, with weather just cooling down and season starting to unfold, you're going to give that 270 a workout this fall. I am. I am actually headed to uh, a hunt with an old friend of mine, Johnny Hudman, on, uh, that has uh, his property here that he manages under the Texas MLD program, which is the Managed Land Deer Permit program. And that 270, I've got it sighted into where it's putting it almost in the same hole with that ELDX bullet. I think it's a, a 150 grain. And so uh, that's going to be the gun of choice on the next hunt. And then I've got another hunt coming up very shortly thereafter, and I'll kind of revert back to the uh, 7PRC. And then I've got another hunt coming up right after that, and that'll be with the 30 out six. So uh, I'm going to put all three of those guns to the, through their workouts here for two very long. <laughs> and you've got a little 410 that uh, you're yeah. going to chase quail with. You know, I, I I followed. I love watching bird dogs work, and a lot of times I've carried an, an over under shotgun with me without any shells. 
which was my excuse to go hunting quail and watching the dogs work. But uh, Mossberg puts out a 410, and I think they're produced in Turkey, actually, really pretty wood, and uh, those come with five different chokes. And I've, I've pretty much run some ammunition through each one of those screwing chokes. And uh, i tell you what, I cannot wait. I've not shot a quail in a long time, but I've got a quail hunt coming up here very quickly as well, too, and that's going to be my firearm of choice. There you go. Oh, I just remember as a seasoned quail hunter, I can tell you that uh, those quail are about 87% air. I don't know what happens, but that shot, <laughs> it just goes right around them somehow. I don't know. <laughs> Texas uh, general season is going to open up first Saturday in November, and, and I'm sure when I shoot that text off to you about 5 a.m. Uh, from my uh, hunting location, that it'll land under a tree somewhere and catch you. <laughs> you know what? It will. I've, I've got uh, I've got my daughter Teresa and her husband Lance coming up to hunt with us on, or with me on our little piece of property out west of Houston, about 80 miles, and it's kind of become a tradition for you and I to visit either by phone or by text, you know, to kind of check on each other, see how we're doing. But I'm really looking forward <laughs> to that morning. Always, yeah, always do. How isn't that just so special to hunt family land uh, with family? That's so cool. It, it truly is. This this particular piece of property has been in our family since 1876, and so over the years it's been hunted a fair amount. We hunt it very sparingly in terms of taking animals, but uh, it has it has really little to do with whether or not you take an animal. It has to do with being out there with your family and then gathering up and fixing breakfast under an oak tree that's probably 400 years old, and, and that's the importance of all that hunting for that opening morning here in Texas. Safe travels to you, Larry, and we will enjoy those Mossbergs, okay, and we'll talk to you opening day. Yes, you will. This is a Kinder Outdoors Conservation Minute, a focus on people that make a difference. The Quail Coalition has drawn the line. Quail decline stops here. South and West Texas and Western Oklahoma are the last strong natural regions for wild bobwhite quail. We've all watched the drastic decline across the southern states of the iconic bobwhite. The Quail Coalition has vowed to do all within human power to not only stop quail decline, but build a future where the quail will flourish across all of its original habitat. If true quail conservation is important to you, please visit quailcoalition.org. Consider a membership, attend one of our fundraising banquets, and please consider starting a chapter in your home state. Together, let's sustain and restore huntable wild quail populations. Let's encourage and educate interested youth. Let's keep the most brilliant quail minds on earth working on a bright future for our quails. The first step, visit our website, quailcoalition.org. Preserving what we love and educating the next generation every day. To learn more, visit us at kinderoutdoors.com. Hey, thanks a lot for hanging out with us today at Kinder Outdoors, and thank you, Purina ProPlan, for making it possible. ProPlan Performance Formula, 30% protein, 20% fat. It's in the purple bag, the purple sport label, at Atwood's Ranch and Home Stores. For your hard-working dog, ProPlan at Atwood's in Oklahoma, Arkansas, Texas, Kansas, and Missouri. Hey, we're going to take a little trip to one of my favorite hill country spots, Joshua Creek Ranch. 
when we come back from the coffee pot. Hey everybody, it's professional angler Mark Davis. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm sure thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. There's no reason to be miserably cold while you hunt or fish. Still hunting, snow hunting, ice fishing, or just going to the ball game. Stay warm with Buffalo Wool products. You know, I, I would have had no idea that bison had such a usable fiber, but the more you, you get into it, the more you play with it and learn and see what it does, you realize why these animals are so well protected in the environments that they are. They will grow this fiber as needed to protect that heart, lungs, area, keep their core insulated, whether it's from the heat or the cold. I've depended on buffalo wool to keep me warm in bitter conditions for over a decade now. Part of the reason that we love you so much is because of the fact that you actually went out, tried it, tested it before we even discussed anything about working with you. So that's sort of what we want. We just want to make sure people are comfortable. Not everybody needs us. Not everybody is out stand hunting at, you know, 30 degrees or not everybody has circulatory issues. But for those that do, we want to make it available. We want to make it as durable as possible. And we want to make it work. We want people happy, warm, and comfortable. That's it. TheBuffaloWoolCo.com Hi, I'm Corey Mason, CEO for DSC, inviting you to the 2024 DSC Convention and Sporting Expo. Again, we will be at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center in Dallas, January 11th through the 14th. This celebration of conservation, education, and advocacy work is enjoyed by outdoors men and outdoors women from around the globe. Do you want to hunt Alaska, Africa, Scotland, or even just down the road from home? The DSC Convention and Sporting Expo will feature outfitters from every spot you can dream of. Fine art, clothing, jewelry, gear, and terrific opportunities await you and your family this January in Dallas. Nightly banquets, fabulous auctions both in person and online. Raffles for dream trips and gear. The 2024 DSE Convention and Sporting Expo at the K. Bailey Hutchison Convention Center in Dallas, January 11th through the 14th. Get more details about the auctions, banquets, hotels, and more at biggame.org. The Wild Sheep Foundation. Our purpose sounds simple, to put and keep wild sheep on the mountain. But from where we stand to the top of the mountain is a challenging and exciting journey. To be successful, we support the top scientific minds in wildlife research. We tell the story and history of the wild sheep in North America to those around us, like you. And step by step, we protect and grow wild sheep populations. If not for the Wild Sheep Foundation, more than $115 million in care, concern, and conservation work would not have happened over the past 40 years. Important work that has seen our wild sheep populations grow from 25,000 or so in the 1950s to more than 85,000 today. Learn more about the worldwide leader in wild sheep conservation. Secure a membership. Attend a banquet. Bid on an auction item. Make an impact on top of the mountain. WildSheepFoundation.org Hi, I'm Jim Shockey, and it's time once again to invite you to our annual Jim Shockey Classic two-day charity event where we all get together to celebrate and honor those who have served and sacrificed. All of us deeply admire the invaluable sacrifices made by our military personnel. 100% of the proceeds fund all expense-paid Shockey tribute hunts through the Freedom Hunters Military Outreach Program. In addition to the golf tournament, there will be a sporting clay tournament on Sunday morning before the banquet. 
So join me April 14th and 15th, 2024 at the award-winning Barnsley Resort in Adersville, Georgia, nestled in the beautiful Blue Ridge Mountains. Visit JimShockeyClassic.com to sponsor, to register, or to donate, and also to learn more about our great event. I really hope to see you there. Every animal that has ever roamed this planet was designed as hunted or hunter, predator or prey. We are hunters. If it were ever necessary, even the strictest vegan would return to the wild, driven to survive by the instincts of his ancestors. Those who hide behind the soft delusion of their own ignorance do so from within a civilization whose very being costs the lives of countless creatures every single day. Death is an undeniable fuel of life. This is the undeniable truth of existence. To live in balance with the planet that sustains us, we must admit and embrace the nature within us. Trust the hunter in your blood. creek full of fish and woods loaded with wildlife are good for our kids and the kids tend to agree at kinder outdoors we work hard to preserve both every day you hear me talk about joshua creek ranch and how i love the upland bird hunting there and the axis deer hunting there on this low fence texas hill country ranch five star lodging dining and folks at this place and maybe you've taken me up on a visit to the ranch, and you'd like to go back again. Well, I would urge you to take a look at the membership opportunities at Joshua Creek Ranch. Individual, family, or corporate, whatever fits you best. Making it possible for you to visit the ranch more often. I've asked Kevin Wellborn from Joshua Creek Ranch to join me on the show and tell us a little bit about the place. Thanks for doing that, Kevin. I'm glad you're here. Well, thanks, Billy. Nice to be on. You know, up here in North Texas, it's just been absolutely brutal. I've been keeping an eye on your neck of the woods. It was it was a tough summer for you guys as well, huh? Yes, sir. I think uh, tough would be an understatement, uh, but we managed to get through it, and we are ready for our 33rd wing shooting season. In fact, we're already underway. So there you go. And- it's good. Yes, he is. Um, now, I've never seen joshua creek ranch without good cover even in sparse years and hard years you don't graze it there's no livestock uh you manage the place for the wildlife so even with a tough summer i i'm guessing that there's still plenty of cover to to hold the birds and have a great hunt there is and that comes from just a a long a long time a big effort a lot of experience in cultivating our habitats you know without cover uh, our our hunting program is just uh, not the same, and so that's uh, that's re- very very important to us. And so we always get a little nervous when we're in drought conditions and in uh, extreme heat. Uh, but like you said, it's you know this comes from 33 plus years of uh, cultivating a habitat that's conducive for all 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 weather conditions. 
Yeah, you guys have planted the right stuff through the years to benefit that plot of land that you sit on, and uh, and it's put down deep roots that are uh, able to sustain a tough time like this. And you're right. That just shows the diligence of the caretaking of that place through the years. Joshua Creek Ranch, for folks that don't know, from San Antonio, where are you? We are uh, 45 minutes northwest of downtown San Antonio, in the, just north of uh, Bernie which uh, some people are familiar with. Most people call it Bourne, but it's Bernie, a little German town, very quaint, very nice town. Uh, we're on the northern edge of Bernie, and, again, that's only about 45 minutes northwest of San Antonio uh, out in the hill country. Yeah, and that part of the world is uh, is known for something that very few places in the world have, and that's access deer. You guys, uh, you're not a high-fence ranch. You're low-fence. And you have a naturally uh, occurring herd of axis deer, and you're selling limited hunts, right? Yes, sir. Uh, we we have been hunting axis for you know since we've been in business, and uh, they are there's so many in our our part of the world that uh, it actually uh, helps us maintain our, uh, our our bird hunting habitat by by hunting the axis as well. Uh, but where we are, we just happen to be blessed with a really good herd uh, of axis, and you know there's I think more in in our neck of the woods, and there is in India, which is their natives. <laughs> yeah, uh, more here than in Sri Lanka. That, that's really good. They like it here. That's good to hear. Um, let me ask you this, Kevin. Here's the most important question we'll address today. Is chicken fried axis still on the menu at uh, Joshua Creek Ranch? Oh, yeah, that's definitely a, a guest favorite among others, <laughs> uh, but that, uh, that, that always pleases uh, our guests. Yeah, that's hard to beat anywhere in the world. Uh, you guys, of course, are known for your upland bird hunting, Orvis, Beretta, shooting sportsmen. A lot of people have put their stamp on Joshua Creek Ranch saying, hey, you can't go wrong when you book a trip to this place. The bird hunting is uh, is top notch. It's not better anywhere in Texas, anywhere in the world. And you guys have kicked it up a notch with your driven pheasant hunts. You've done driven hunts for years, but something new this year, high volume. Uh, tell us about that. Sure. Uh, we're real excited about it. Uh, so, you know, the, the driven shooting kind of began in in, uh, in Europe, in the old world, and uh, it's really become a more, more and more popular uh, here in North America. Um, and, you know, we've been doing it for a long time, but we, uh, you know, we always try to improve upon our programs and add new uh, activities and new uh, scenarios. And so, you know, this year we're trying to uh, integrate a little bit more tradition into our uh, driven shooting and a lot more birds. So our guests, you know, um, you know, a, an avid wing shooter could de- can never get enough uh, bird shooting. Uh, and so, uh, we wanted to give them that opportunity to uh, to come out and have a high-volume shooting experience. Uh, we're doing with both uh, pheasant and with ducks, as a matter of fact. Um, and so that's something that they can really uh, put into their to their itinerary uh, with, a, with a big group especially, or they can enjoy one of our open line shoots. Um, but again, it's you know you're 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 going to get a lot of shooting uh, in these in these experiences. Yeah, you could see a thousand pheasants in a single day. I don't care where you go, uh, South Dakota, wherever you go, you're not going to see a thousand pheasants 
in a day, unless they're getting up wild ahead of you in some uh, shelter belt somewhere. But, uh, hey, it's an incredible shooting opportunity. And then, you know, if you want a more traditional uh, walk behind the dogs, good old southern bird hunt, that, to me, is tops, and you guys do it better than anybody. Well, thank you for saying that, and uh, we, we happen to agree with you. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of... <laughs> Lot to go, a lot that goes into that. Uh, we've already talked about our habitat, but uh, our, our guides are just uh, top-notch, fantastic. I think the average tenure of our, our hunting guides is probably well over 10 years, maybe maybe 15. Uh, so that says a lot. Our guides have been with us a long time. They're the best in the business. And then also our, our dog team. We've got an incredible dog program, dog kennel and uh, training program. Um, and, you know, it's a combination of those things that makes – uh, an upland experience, uh, memorable and extraordinary. It's the habitat, it's the dogs, it's birds, it's the guides, it's all of it. And uh, we try to focus on every aspect of it, which which is kind of uh, put us on the map as one of the best in the business. Absolutely, yeah. And uh, the dogs make the trip for me, and you're not going to hunt behind uh, better dogs any place you go. And your dog is welcome. You can bring your dog along, am I? Am I right? You guys still allow us to bring our dogs? Absolutely. We lo- we love for our guests to bring dogs. We have uh, kennels. Uh, we have opportunities for them to uh, keep their dogs in their in their lodging facilities. Um, but definitely, we know that when someone brings a, a bird dog, that they're serious about it and they're you know looking to have a, a great experience. Uh, last time I stayed with you, Kevin, I couldn't help but notice that eighty or so turkeys roosting uh, in the tree up there by the uh, treehouse over the river, you will uh, sell a turkey hunt here and there, and even a native Texas whitetail, right? Oh, yes, sir, absolutely. In fact, our uh, whitetail season is a, we're on an MLDP program, and uh, it's already begun October 1st and goes through uh, February. Um, you know, we have uh, average hill country whitetail deer. They're not, you know, super big, but uh, we, we do have a lot of them. Um, and, and same with turkey, although those turkey get pretty smart uh, once they know the, the season is underway. But uh, sometimes we can we can round them up. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's also an addition to our big game program. Awesome. Kevin Wellborn, Joshua Creek Ranch, just outside of San Antonio, Bernie, Texas. Uh, they are literally just five-star in every area and every endeavor. I always appreciate your time. Look forward to seeing you again, and I'm – Guessing that we'll see you in January at the Dallas Safari Club Convention, Sporting Expo. Yes, sir, absolutely. We will be in Dallas, and then we'll also be at the SBI show in Nashville and Houston as well. So it's always a good time of year for us to meet new uh, new potential customers. Hey, have a great fall, Kevin. We'll see you soon. Okay, Billy. Best to you and Robin. Take care. Hey, everybody. It's Adrian with Harold's Outdoor Haven. We're located in Kingman, Kansas. And when I'm not in the great outdoors, I'm thinking about it with Kinder Outdoors. Billy, I really think you need this new shotgun. Rock Island Auction Company proudly presents the largest firearms auction in Texas history. The world's number one firearms auction house has expanded to Bedford, and their inaugural three-day event is filled with world-class firearms for collectors, shooters, and hunters alike. From historic Colts and Winchesters to spectacular sporting arms, Your new favorite gun is waiting for you. So mark your calendar for Rock Island Auction Company's December 8th, 9th, and 10th premier firearms auction. This unprecedented event is open to the public, and so is the December 7th preview day. 
where you can view and handle history. It's a full day in their brand new state-of-the-art facility for you to touch, see, and inspect any of the collectibles in this massive three-day event. It's been called the museum you can touch. Come find out why on December 7th, then stay for three days of the largest gun auction Texas has ever seen. That's December 8th, 9th, and 10th. We'll see you there. For more information, visit rockislandauction.com. Rock Island Auction Company, where history lives. If you love to hit the woods with a bow in your hand, now is the time to visit Cinnamon Creek Ranch Archery. You know, it is a buyer's year. And what I mean by that, no matter which brand you choose, whether it's a Hoyt, Matthews, PSC, Bowtech, it's going to be a good year to purchase a bow because everybody has something really good to offer. When you visit with the pros at Cinnamon Creek Archery, you're talking to guys that live this stuff day in and day out. We are a try-before-you-buy shop. Not to mention, altogether, we've got a well over 100 years of experience. So it's something that we do on a daily. I know I hunt two or three times a, a, a week, whether you know it's season or not. So we can definitely help you with that stuff. Cinnamon Creek Archery has practice ranges indoors and out. The static bags is just a range that has distances out to 100 yards. Uh, we also have four 3D courses. Each one of those has approximately 20 targets on it. We have a 30-yard upstairs range, and we have a 20-yard downstairs range. Come see us right now at CinnamonCreekRanch.com. Crappie anglers, tired of tying knots? Hey, Wally Marshall, Mr. Crappie here to tell you about the all-new Add-A-Hook by Bullet Weights. The Add-A-Hook is designed to put a hook on your line without using any knots or cutting your line. Hold the Add-A-Hook next to your fishing line, then wrap the line five times around each side. Pull your line into the clips, and bam, you're ready to go, and it will not slip. I can tie a double crappie rig in 30 seconds when it takes up to six minutes to tie one with all the knots. Add a hook is made of stainless steel, no rust, flexible, and tough. Mr. Crappie and Bullet Weights has made it better, faster, and easier for crappie fishermen to get back in the water catching more crappie than ever. Bullet Weights has a full line of Mr. Crappie double mental rigs for trolling and vertical fishing. The Mr. Crappie Troll Check rigs are designed to troll in shallow waters and heavy cover, keeping two baits close together without hanging up. Also, don't forget Mr. Crappie Slow Troll and Double Drop Crappie Rigs. Pre-tied with number two hooks, double swivel weights, and eight-pound line. Tie one on today. Look us up at bulletweights.com. Ag Texas. The name itself says trust, honesty, strength, and tradition. Ag Texas has from the get-go been dedicated to the prosperity of agriculture and rural America. The Ag Texas family can help grow your herd or your operation. Give us a call and talk to Ag Texas Pros about risk management in the form of crop insurance, protecting borrowed capital and savings. We specialize in everything from dairy cows to pecan trees and have the right financial tools and knowledge at Ag Texas to help you grow and grow safely. We can't tell you when it's going to rain again, but we can assure that your crop, your cows, your family, and the family land are secure and protected no matter the storm or the dry spell. We are agriculture at Ag Texas, and we look forward to visiting with you. Ag Texas is at agtexas.com and just down the road. Welcome to Kinder Outdoors. We were visiting with uh, 
my friend Kevin Wellborn, the manager of Joshua Creek Ranch, before the break. And uh, just one final note, if you do visit Joshua Creek Ranch, take a look at the mallard shoots. If you're a duck hunter and you like action, <laughs> this is for you. You're going to sit in the blind over water, and the mallards are going to come in. And they're going to come in again, and they're going to come in. And then they're going to come in. <laughs> lots of shooting, lots of great dog work. If you need to get work for your dog in a controlled situation, man, this is right up your alley at Joshua Creek Ranch. Bernie, Texas, just outside of San Antonio. Learn more about the ranch and what happens there and what can happen with you and your family there uh, when you come see me at kinderoutdoors.com. Corey Mason is the CEO of the Dallas Safari Club. Uh, DSC does a really good job of staying on top of what's happening in our government that concerns our hunting, fishing, and shooting rights. And that's what I want to talk about today. Corey, thank you so very much for joining me. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Billy. Yeah, absolutely. I knew I wanted to talk to you when I saw the headline uh, that the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service is making not only progress, but significant progress uh, as far as getting up to date on import permits for several species and countries around the globe. Uh, for them to get caught up, there must have been a glut. Explain to people what's been going on with these import permits and what that means. Yeah, it, it is exciting news. So I appreciate you uh, giving me a ring on this. It's 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 very exciting to see the Fish and Wildlife Service moving these importation permits. The, you know, the overall importance of that is uh, is the ability for these conservation programs of the world across the world to continue to be funded, meaning that hunters actively traveling around the world, if it's Canada, Mexico, Asia, or Africa. Uh, to, to hunt legally, legally hunt these species. And then on the back end of that, it requires maybe some CITES permits and or meeting enhancement standards in, under the Endangered Species Act to legally import these animals. And so that requires the Fish and Wildlife Service to process these permits and do a lot of sort of prep work associated with that. And the Fish and Wildlife Service, through uh, a lot of uh, pressure and leverage and a lot of organizations like BSC and some others, consistently leaning in and having a presence with the service uh, for them to move this back up the line as a priority, and now we're seeing Yes, and that is very good, and that's, that's another reason that I'm a, a life member of the Dallas Safari Club, because where action is needed, you guys don't sleep. We don't sleep at DSC. We, uh, we stay on it, and I greatly appreciate uh, the diligence of uh, the decision makers at DSC. Uh, to take care of that. Let's talk a little bit about specifically uh, what has opened up. Um, where, where are we seeing the, the biggest area of achievement from, uh, from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service? Yeah, really two fronts. The first would be Asia with the mountain species, species like Orgali species, uh, the big sheep species. Uh, those enhancement standards, which is a kind of an, a, a process improvement, if you will, a requirement within the process to be uh, documented and authorized and approved to then allow the importation of certain species, and that's a, a permit by permit on an annual basis. So it's very paperwork onerous to get to that point. So those are uh, those are moving, which is very exciting, as well as southern Africa and in Africa species like bontebuck, uh, species like elephant, uh, and uh, some of those species that require. CITES permits, as well as uh, enhancement uh, findings associated with, again, the Endangered Species Act. So 
those particular species had backlogged considerably to the point that it was affecting participation and then ultimately funding of those conservation programs. And so it is a significant step forward for conservation programs around the world. Elephant, leopard, and lion, um, a lot of movement there from various countries uh, all over uh, Africa, um, and, and that's really good to see. And for folks that don't know, um, yes, those numbers are huntable and they're good. They're, they're very well sustained and kept, uh, kept close watch over, correct? That's exactly right. The level of oversight of the legal hunting of all of these species is multi-leveled, meaning at the local community, conservancy, national level, and then scaled up to CITES, the international governing body, and then ultimately to the Fish and Wildlife Service, the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service oversight. So it is a highly regulated process, and it is necessary for the management of these species. In many species, it's necessary to the increase of a population of these species. So, yes, it's a, it's a necessity for these species to be healthily managed commensurate with the amount of habitat they have. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, uh, Corey, tell me this. Why, why? And I think you kind of have explained it already, but tell us why was there a glut, a backlog to begin with, and does this look like a constant fight that we're going to have again down the road? You know, we do anticipate that it will ebb and flow through time, uh, but uh, in 2017 there was a, a ceasing of all uh, elephant import permits. Um, and after working through that for a period of time, it came to a point where uh, Dallas Safari Club, DSC, ultimately litigated the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service in federal court uh, because there was a, a lack of due process occurring, a failure to process import permits, which is against federal law. Uh, they were they were literally just stacking up, if you will, on the um, the figurative desk, and so. Uh, so nonetheless, that, that opens the doors for those to start happening again. DSC was successful in that. Um, and, uh, and so that moved along a bit, but a number of other permits were not moving. And so a, a number of things happened here. Organizations leaning in like DSC, we meet with the Fish and Wildlife Service very routinely to get updates, to express concern, to represent the nations around the world that we're working with and on behalf of to make sure these conservation programs are adequately funded, and this is an integral part of that. Um, and the Fish and Wildlife Service in the short term over the last couple of months has leaned back into this space realizing that they need to move these permits more expeditiously, all the while doing the conservation job that they're tasked with. Um, and um, and they've also moved some staffing around to, to address these backlogs. And so you know, we're not naive the fact that this isn't a, a long-term permanent fix, but the prioritization to get these things moving was a step in the right direction big time. Well, yeah, and on many levels, because a lot of people that depend on hunters uh, to come and visit with them uh, will now have hunters coming to visit with them at a higher rate. It's going to be good for communities. It's going to be good on, on both ends of the hunt, and I'm sure that when the clamp was put on the uh, the elephant permits back in 17, that that wasn't a science-based decision. That was, I'm sure that was purely emotion. It was completely emotion-based. In fact, the African countries that were the uh, that received the negative benefit of that were, you know, have since then, you know, pled with the Fish and Wildlife Service to to take action on these, to process these permits, because these are all 
you know, highly restricted, legally hunted species uh, that just basically needed their time to be reviewed because if, if and when they were reviewed, they would see that it led to positive enhancement. And so, um, unfortunately, it was all emotion-based, no science behind it. And now that the permits are being reviewed, the science behind it is showing these are all legal and should be imported. Absolutely. Uh, no one is a bigger proponent of hunting with family than Corey Mason. I know that you absolutely, your your favorite thing on this planet is to spend time in the woods with your daughter, with your wife, and with your dad. Uh, you're going to do a little elk hunting with dad in uh, in Colorado. And it's it just does something good for us as human beings to get out in the woods together, you know? It does. I, I just, I'm looking forward to it so eagerly to go spend some time unplugged from the world and and just uh, quiet with my dad on the side of the mountain. I'm really looking forward to it. Absolutely. Well, have fun. Be safe. Shoot a big one and send pictures, okay? Yes, sir. You got it. Thank you, Billy, for the well-written. All out of time for this week. Thanks a lot for hanging out around our campfire at Kinder Outdoors. Drop by the website, kinderoutdoors.com. Leave a note on the door and a picture for the bragging board. I want to thank my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for the time we have together in this old camp house each week and invite you back next time around. Till then, may God bless you and your bunch. Yeah.